Hey, hockey fans, welcome to Across the Pond, Hong Kong's first and only hockey podcast. I'm your host, Chris Ivany, and here, as always, with my co host, Mr. Paul McLean at Sunset Studio. What's going on, Paul? How are you today? Doing all right. <clears throat> Glad to be out of the house. I had to spend a couple more days inside because of COVID. That's I feel right. Like, I feel like a friggin' NHL team. <laughs> Ridiculous. Constantly it's, being canceled. This is the second time. Yeah. Uh, first time was there was a case in the building. Yep. So I had to go get tested. We all did. Stay home. Yeah, y'all did. And then, yeah, just this week, it was a case in my building. So you get home, there's a letter under the door? Or uh, the letter hands in the letter. mail. Letter yeah. in the mail. Off I go next morning and then I had to wait. I think it was I think it was only 31 hours I had to wait. Yeah, not too bad. Still sucked like So that's two why, days. folks, the uh, the podcast is a couple of days late. Uh, we, we just waited to get uh, Paul out of quarantine so we could get this going. <clears throat> yeah. Um, also, Paul, I guess we can make a special announcement uh, this week. We have uh, quite an quite a nice guest coming on next week we apparently do i never heard of the guy yeah i, I know his brother you know his brother I know do his you? brother yeah. Yeah. yeah so folks uh mr eric lindros is going to be on the show next week we are pumped to have him on Woo. uh spending my whole weekend ready for that interview that's going to take place next monday so stay tuned for the next episode of hockey talks next week and tonight's first period is brought to you by China Hockey Group. Tonight's program is brought to you by the China Hockey Group. The CHG is a family-focused group of ice hockey leagues, training programs, and community initiatives. They focus on the growth of hockey in Hong Kong and southern China, as well as the development of student-athletes, where sporting goals are achieved alongside educational pursuits. The CHG is comprised of a number of hockey programs, Established in 2011, the CIHL is Hong Kong's elite adult hockey league. The Junior Tigers program is Hong Kong's premier youth hockey organization, featuring the Scotia Bank Island League and Learn to Play and Learn to Skate programs. The SCIHL is an adult league for those seeking a more recreational experience. In addition, the CHG showroom is the exclusive reseller of Bauer Warrior hockey equipment and offers services including skate sharpening and fittings. For more information and links to their social media sites, go visit ChinaHockeyGroup.com. That's ChinaHockeyGroup.com. All right, Paul, let's kick off the first period as always with our milestones of the week. First one right off the bat, Sid the Kid. 1,300 points. 1,300 points. Got it this morning. Yep, not bad. Uh, picking on those Buffalo Sabres. <laughs> Doesn't Speaking take much. of records. Does not take much. 16 pick. losses in a row now for Buffalo. I... This is desperate well, times. This is the game that didn't happen. Boston was supposed to play the Bruins. Boston was supposed to play the Bruins. <laughs> were, wow, yeah. Boston was supposed to play the Sabres. Yeah. And it didn't happen, so I didn't have to pick the Habs. That's right. Week. That was that was pretty good. We don't even have a Habs game to pick this week. I know. Yeah, it's I too know. bad. Because you guys are on. You, you ruined it for the <laughs> North. This is the way I look at it. First COVID, where has it happened? Montreal. Yeah. God, sucks. Yeah. So COVID has crept into the North Division. Mm-hmm. So congratulations, Sid. Uh, keep it up. Keep the career going. You're crushing it. 1,300 points at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, Keegan Colasar starting out. First goal. Yep. He's got a long way to go to catch Crosby. Couple. But, uh, yeah, congratulations, Keegan, for mm-hmm. his first NHL goal with the Vegas Golden Knights. Right. Uh, Mr. Paul Statsney. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, set him, had a milestone game, yep. 977, tying his old man. Take that guy at a kiss. You know, Paul Stasny's the lead singer of Kiss. Yeah. There's a Paul Stasny in Hong Kong as well, a teacher. Really? It was hilarious. One my old studio, I get an email from a guy named Paul Stasny. <laughs> like, I was what? like, oh, that's Paul Stanley. <laughs> it is Paul Stanley. And yeah, the guy like threw me a message. And I was like, holy shit, <laughs> guy from Kiss? <laughs> yeah. And he shows up, he's a teacher over KG5. <laughs> oh, disappointed. Yeah. It's a way to go, Mr. Stasny. That's, uh, he's still doing well, man. He's, yep. he's bounced around the last couple of years, but uh, yep. he's doing well in, in Winnipeg. Um, Philip Gustafson yep. had his first uh, win as a starter yep. with, the, with the Senators, who were playing well lately. They up and down, but a little bit more up than down yeah, lately. they've been yeah, doing pretty yeah, good. Yeah. That's how um, they, um, yeah. we, we have to talk about Mika. Mika Zibanejad, folks, since the last podcast, uh, two games against the Flyers, uh, 12 points. I don't even think the Flyers had a goaltender in that night oh or either gosh. night. It was yeah. crazy. First game, 9-0. Yeah. Second game, 8-3. 8-3. Yeah. Guy's on fire. Yeah. 12 points in two games for Mika Zibanejad. Mm-hmm. Adam Fox had five. Five today. Five today. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So there's a lot of rumors uh, that Philly's going to make a, some moves at the deadline. They got to do something. I don't know what it is. What I do you think? Is, is it defense? Is it, it can't be goalies because goaltenders aren't that bad except for in those two games. Yeah. But um, but no, like you wouldn't you wouldn't suspect it because Carter Hart was so amazing last year and yeah. Elliot too. Elliot as well. Um, yeah. yeah, he was amazing when uh, when he had to be. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's really surprising. I don't think it's goaltending, but when you're giving up, there's something wrong with their system if they're giving up that many scoring chances, that many I odd mean, man rushes. 17 goals in two games. It's not that bad, but I mean, I mean it's, come on, it's pretty rough. It's rough. It's rough. Yeah, tough times in Philly. I mean, they were expected to be at the top of the. Uh, of, the, of their division this year, and it's so far. Not so much. Not so much. Not so much. Uh, also, we had Andrew Kopp had four goals mm-hmm. for the Jets the mm-hmm. other night. And uh, just this morning, uh, Grimaldi from uh, from Nashville had four oh, goals yeah, four, as well. 7-1 against Detroit. Against Detroit. Yeah, it's Detroit, though. I know. Detroit was starting to come to life there for a couple of weeks, yeah. and it nope. uh, looks like that's a nope, 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 slip. Nope. Slipping away from them really quickly. Every dog has his day. That's right. Um, What do you think about, what do you think what's going to happen with, uh, with um, things? Yeah. (laughs) All depends. (laughs) All depends on what things you're talking about. No, uh, well, I don't want to, we're going to get in more depth next week about the trade deadline. Mm. But other than Philly announcing that they're going to be aggressive at the deadline, is Mm. there another team right now that you're thinking is going to do the same thing? Not really. No. No. I Buffalo, can't think. What, like, what, uh, no, there's a, what there's do they have no to offer? hope. I, I mean, Buffalo, though, you look at their injury list. Yeah, no, it's, that's, it's bad. That has to be the reason why they, yeah. they're Yeah, they've got sucking. no starting goalies. No, they got no goalies. I mean, just... McCabe's, McCabe's out. Gone, out. Yeah. Eichel. Yeah. I mean, that's that's most of their team. Gergensen's. They're missing a lot of a lot of pieces. Yeah. So I don't even think they're going to trade anything. If anything, maybe the Calgary Flames will trade for another coach. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Sutter not exactly crushing it in Calgary so far. Four wins. Yeah, he's got four wins, and but just they haven't looked good lately, man. Losing yeah. two in a row to, to Ottawa, Ottawa and scoring two goals in two games. I mean, Sutter has never been a coach to, you know, have a high-octane offense. No. If you think back more to his defense. days. And, yeah, it was more of a defensive-minded, grinding, yep. grinding out wins type of coach. Yep. So. I don't know if that's going to be the answer in Calgary or not because they're not scoring goals right now. 
They are not. They're not. No. Um, I was going to also mention the record night in Anaheim. I know this was a few nights ago now, but uh, quite a few records happened. Uh, what day was this? This was probably last Thursday. Could have been. Um, Jamie Drysdale had his first NHL goal. Mm-hmm. Trevor Zegras first NHL goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie Drysdale was first NHL assist. Mm-hmm. Ryan Getzlaff, 700th NHL assist. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Miller passed Dominic Hasek on the all-time win list. All in one night. It's rhinestone milestone. <laughs> yeah. Quite a night in yeah. Anaheim. Pretty good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we touched on uh, on Sutter and Calgary. Uh, yeah, they're probably going to have to do something, but I don't know how they're, I don't know if they're going to be buyers or sellers at this point. <sighs> the next few days are going to tell because uh, what are we at? 35, 36 games for some yeah, teams? Yeah. Less than 20 games left or around 20 games yeah, left in the yeah. season. Cal- Calgary is going to, yeah, they, they have to shake something up. Yeah. Because, yeah. They're, I can't say shit. <laughs> well, the only two things I'm thinking is, uh, well, there, there's speculation that Hall might move again mm-hmm. or, uh, or obviously uh, Jeff Skinner, but both of them have huge contracts. Yep. So there's not many teams in the league that can afford to make that kind of trade right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Think the Habs going to trade anything? Do you know what? I don't know if they are. Yeah. I would love to see. I think the Habs' biggest problem now is uh, they don't really have a puck-moving defenseman. Mete, oh. they, they put Mete back in the lineup, and I think they got to pair him back up with Weber, and I think they got to put him on the second pair mm. and put um, Petrie on the top pair maybe with Gustafsson. Mm-hmm. Or not Gustafsson, uh, Gabri- uh, Gunnarsson. Mm-hmm. Double. Mm-hmm. Double. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gabranson. <laughs> I'm going to name all the people in the league that start with G. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, they got to do something. Um, I don't think their issue is – well, obviously their issue in overtime, they're not scoring – they don't have that – Game changer, no. yeah. uh, but that that could be a defenseman as well. As you look at the teams yeah, that are true. like a Quinn Hughes, or you got a Kale McCarr, or you even got like a Chris Letang, a guy that can, yep. you know, control the puck and control the play in overtime. So yep. I could see that, or it could just be time for Victor Mete to step up and uh, have a bigger role. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Um, happy to see Thomas Hickey back playing in the NHL uh, for the Islanders. Uh, big boost to their team getting him back in the lineup. He had a rough go the last couple of years with concussions. Concussions, and, his brother as well. Yeah, his brother passed away of cancer. So he's had a rough couple of years and yep. uh, happy to see him back. Yep. Um, some injuries to pass along, Paul, this morning, unfortunately. Uh, after, uh, dude, it was March 7th was his last game. Then yep. he comes in here, he saves six goals in the first period, and he just trades parts of his body to get injured. So <laughs> he's gone from lower body to upper body to Garask. What the flack is going on? Yeah, he's going to, well, who knows, but hopefully that's not serious, man. Yeah. He just came back. Just came back. First game back. Unfortunate. Oh, uh, speaking of unfortunate, the Florida Panthers haven't won without uh, without Barkov. So he's injured right now. He's a big piece of that team, and yep. uh, hopefully he can get back in the lineup. Yep. Tyler Toffoli's also out for the Habs right now, day to day. It's fine. <laughs> Not sure how serious that is, but we'll see. Uh, Kapanen for the Penguins yes. left. He didn't look too comfortable Did leaving the good. ice. No. He could be out for a little while. Yep. Speaking of uncomfortable leaving the ice, Patrick Hornquist today Whoa. got absolutely crushed by Zadorov, yep. open ice, um, just crossing the blue line. Yep. And he immediately was on his on all fours, <laughs> waving for the bench to help him. So yeah. that is not good. That's not good. And Patrick Hornquist is a tough SOB, so... Yep. He's, uh, yeah, he could be out for a little while, and that's another huge loss Indeed. for the Florida Panthers because he's been lighting it up on the power play. Uh, Logan Couture injured as well Yep. for San Jose. Yep. No no word Nothing on the seriousness of that. Nothing, it's undisclosed, but it's, yeah. 
left the game. And Freddie Anderson still battling to get back in nets for the <sighs> Leafs. T-Dots. Looks like uh, it's Campbell's net right now. I know. And, and he's doing all he's right. He's doing man. all right. His numbers honest. are great. What's yep. going to happen? There's going to be a controversy when Freddie well, comes back. Freddie could be back up for a little while. <laughs> It'd be nice to get him right, though. They're going to yeah. need him. They're yeah. definitely going to need Anderson when the playoffs come. Yep. Yep. All right, folks, that's it for the first period. Tonight's second period is brought to you by AccessoryHouseGlobal.com. Are your headphones falling apart? Or does your cable do that annoying thing where it only plays sound from one ear? Then maybe it's time for an upgrade. Accessory House Global is your one-stop shop for premium headphone accessories. They specialize in ear pads, headbands, carrying cases, and audio cables. Whether you have Bose, Sony, Sennheiser, Beats, Fostex, Denon, or even a set of high-end focal headphones, they've got you covered. All across the pond, hockey podcast listeners get 20% off their first purchase. Use the code AHG20OFF at the checkout and boom, you're sorted. You can check them out on YouTube or at TheRealAHG on Instagram. Check out their website at AccessoryHouseGlobal.com and take your first step to reviving your audio experience. All right, Paul, let's recap our predictions from last week. Congratulations, buddy. I'm back. You're back. I'm back, baby. Paul is back. Went six and one with his predictions last week. Nice work, Paul. Thanks. Thanks. We are not giving away any prizes this week. Yes, yeah, suckers. Should I mention the only game you lost? No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. We don't got to focus on that. Focus on the positive. Betting with his heart against the Habs. It was close. Yeah. Well, didn't they have to go into OT? Yeah, but that's, a, that's all right. Yeah, and the only goals they got were shorthanded. That or not matter. shorthanded, uh, power play goals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's so a, it's it doesn't a big really win. count. Doesn't it's really count. a big win. Does not count. Uh, so yeah, congratulations, Paul, six and one. Thanks, uh, you're creeping back up towards 500 now, yep. which is exciting. Yeah. Uh, I knew you would. I have a feeling after this week, I'm going to be back in the fives. Oh, bold oh. prediction. It's pretty easy this week. Look at the Look at the ones we're looking at. I mean... Well, you picked the games this week. So. I did. Currently, your record is 32 and 36, so you have a chance of pulling back even this week. I do. And I'm currently at 38 and 30, so you're catching up. Coming for you. All right, let's look at this week's games. Let's do it. First week, or sorry, first game, yep. Buffalo at Boston. Yeah. Well, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, Saber, think, Sabres. Uh, let's see who goes for Buffalo. Yeah. 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 So I think we're both taking the Bruins on that one, safe to say. Well, I mean, hey, the Buffalo's doing really good lately. 16 straight <laughs> losses. Well, this, one could say they're due. Okay, so is this, do I keep it going and say if the Bruins lose to Buffalo, I will pick the Habs? Yes, absolutely. And okay, I'll, and I'll is, bet against the Habs next week. bet against the Habs. But I was looking at, it was supposed to be Habs versus Ottawa. Oh, uh, may not happen? I don't think it'll happen. Right. Well, it was supposed to be last time as well. Yeah. And it didn't happen. It was a Sunday game. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I like when Ottawa plays the Habs. <laughs> of it's course you awesome. do. It's so awesome. let's see if, uh, if Buffalo can uh, be the upset. That re- It makes, makes me think of the uh, the Simpsons episode when Krusty bet against the Globetrotters. <laughs> <laughs> he bet for the Jettos. Oh, He's geez. like, they were due. <laughs> yeah, but Rask isn't going to be in. 
<laughs> Yarrow's probably going to take a break if they're playing the Sabres. So you're going to have, what's his face? Vlad? Vlad. Vlad. What's his name? Vlad. Yeah. Descartes. Yeah. Noir or something. So. Anyway, I'm taking Boston. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Okay. All right. Game number two. Yep. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights, Colorado Avalanche, mm-hmm. who uh, put a beating on the Knights this morning, five to one. Yep. What are you, what are you thinking? Who did I put? Colorado? You put remember. Colorado. I did put Colorado. Yeah. Colorado. Sticking with that? I'm going to stick with it. I, I think it was just, you know, Groob's going to go in and Groob's in Nets today, yeah. wasn't he? Shit. <laughs> um, well, they have a day off, so they'll probably play again. Well, yeah. Um, um, I'm going to take the Vegas Golden Knights. I don't yeah, blame I'm going to have to see a bounce back game yep. here. Yep. Yep. Um, there's no way they're losing. They're not a five. They're not going to lose. They lost 5-1. Five, 5-1 one. Five, I mean, one today. I, uh, they're no. not going to be pleased about that. No. Revenge. Game three is another beauty. We got mm-hmm. the Tampa Bay Lightning going into Carolina yep. to play the Jerks. I believe you can pick first on this one. Yeah, I'm actually going to take Carolina here. Um, hoping that they can keep it up. Uh, Dougie Hamilton's on a, quite a streak Ham, right he's now. Doing, yeah, he's doing well. Yeah, he's I doing well. I really like the Carolina but, Hurricanes. Uh, That's going to be a great game. I think Vasilevsky's doing a little bit better, though. So I'm going to go to Lightning. Yeah, I'm going to go to Lightning. Vazzy's on fire. He is. He is. He's unreal. The guy is insane. Yeah. Yep. Next, we have the Oilers heading into Toronto to play the Leafs. I'm taking the home team, Polly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I know that Edmonton's hot right now. Yeah. Um, what are they, 7-3 and three in their last 10? Something like that. Something like that. I'm going to take the Leafs, hoping the home team gets a win there. Pick whoever you want to pick. I'm going to pick the Oilers. All right. Yeah, Oilers all the way. Okay, next game, another yeah. great matchup, Paul. The New York Islanders heading to Pittsburgh to play the Pentons. <sighs> This one's for Terry Whalen, baby. I'm picking Islanders yeah. all the way. I mean, see the kid, thirteen hundred points. You're not going to get any in that game. <laughs> so yeah, Islanders. Islanders, unbelievable lately. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure what Sorokin's streak is at, or if he lost a streak, but he had won eight straight starts. Something like that. Unbelievable. Um, and they're doing this all without Anders Lee. I know. Right now, who's out I know. for the season? He's out for the season. So yeah, yeah. Really unfortunate. Big for loss. The Islanders. Big loss for the team, but it didn't really. Seem to make a huge difference. No, but um, yeah. Push comes to shove, they need him in the playoffs. They man. need him He's in the playoffs. Such a dominant player. Yeah. Will he, will he be ready for the playoffs? I don't think so. I think it's they're ACL, MCL, ABC, like DEF, yeah. all He's those got things all are the broken. Wrong in, the, in yeah. his knee. Yeah. Everything broke yeah. in his knee. Sorry. Does he have a knee anymore? It's not there Just right like now. Down He's by got his he ankle. Needs a new one. Yeah. Okay. Next, we have the Nashville Predators heading into Chicago to the United Center. This is gonna. That's great matchup too. The Predators are all of a sudden playing good hockey. Yeah, they are. And the Chicago, Chicago Blackhawks just beat Florida back to back games. I so know. I know. This is great. These both of these teams are in a tight playoff match right now. Yep. You got the Dallas Stars who are creeping up slowly with a big win this morning over mm-hmm. Tampa. You're all about Dallas making it. Man, to the I think Dallas is going to make the playoffs. I still, I am still they got five Chicago. games at hand. Yeah. And I think they got off to a really slow start with their injuries. They yeah. without Radulov and and uh, still no Sagan, but no. you know just having Radulov out and making those adjustments, and they're finally starting to play well. Mm. Um, they had 41 shots or something this morning against Tampa, which yeah. is a lot. That's for a lot of shots. to give up. They've yeah. been you know holding teams to under 30 shots quite a few uh, most of the time. Yep. So uh, yeah, great matchup. Yep, it's good. I my heart says Chicago. Well, my mouth's going to say Predators. You going Preds yeah, in that one? Nash, yeah. They're pretty hot right now. I, it's not even, yeah, I know. I, I still think Chicago has a chance. Yeah. Chicago at home, I'm going to take the Blackhawks. Oh, okay. That should be a good game. That's a big. 
could be an OT game. That could be an OT game. Yeah, that could be an OT game. Yeah. And our last game of the week, folks, we got the Winnipeg Jets heading into Calgary to play the Flames. <sighs> Ken Sutter pull one out of his I don't know, back man. Pocket. I don't know really what's going on in Calgary. I can't figure <clears throat> it out. I just don't think Monaghan and, and Godro are the two to lead them to glory. No. So it's like, you know, those two have been around there for a long time. Yeah. It might be time to move on. I think so. Come up with a different plan. I think so. Where are they playing? Calgary? In Calgary. Yeah. Jets. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> I'm taking the Jets on this one. Calgary's got to prove themselves uh, before I'm going to start jumping on that bandwagon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there you have it, folks. Uh, our picks are already online. For those of you uh, who want to play along, please send in your predictions. And finally, quick update on the Across the Pond pool. We have the Toe Draggers in first place. Oh, that's a big game. And tied for second, we have Gary Ivany and Brendan Tracy. Nice. And a young McLean pulling up in fourth <laughs> My place. My little brother Jamie is yeah. four points behind. See the Sunnyvale boy? He is the Sunnyvale cheeseburgers. <laughs> Sunnyvale cheeseburgers. The Randy specials. Good old Randy. Cheeseburger eating bat. Can I say bastard? You um, can say whatever you want. I'll Bob. say whatever I want. So, uh, yeah, so we got some work to do. I've moved up to eighth place, and you are currently, I think, in sixth. I think it's sixth. But I, those top few not, are way ahead of us. Not though. doing good lately. No. I don't know. You know what? I think I look at my pool. I think the reason why I'm not doing great is because Toronto is sucking some yeah, major exactly. moose testicles lately. Yeah. And it's, I don't know just not good it's allowed me to creep back up in my other pool because so. a, a lot of people had all the leafs and yeah. uh, they haven't been scoring come on leafs <laughs> you want me to lose all right folks that's the end of the second period tonight's third period is brought to you by yardley brothers beer do you like beer i know i like beer and my favorite type of beer is a yardley brothers beer remember when i used to ramble on about how delicious the machine men pale ale was last season well, at this year's Cathay Pacific International Wine and Spirits Competition, gold medals were awarded to both the Yardies Machine Men Pale Ale, as well as their new Mango Sticky Mango Imperial Goze. The boys even brought home some bronze awards at the 2020 Asia Beer Championship for their Mums Rhubarb Crumble Pastry Sour and their Gooseberry Custard Sour. But that's not all. On the same night, Yardies also walked away with a gold medal for best experimental beer in Asia. My new favorite, the SEA Sour. You got to get this in your belly, folks. I don't tell no lies. For more information, go to YardleyBrothers.hk. All right, let's kick off the third period, Paul, with a quick update on the local CIHL. Um, last Thursday's game was an absolute blowout. I didn't make it. The Kowloon Warriors uh, beat up on the Hong Kong Tycoons 11-4. to because I wasn't there. They came out firing in the first period. Um, the score at the end of the first period was 5 nothing. <laughs> Devin Welsh had already had two goals, and Greg Smith had already had two goals by the end of the first Greg period. Greg Smith got two. Greg. Yeah, he had a hell of a game. What the hell, Greg? Um, nice work. And uh, Nicholas Weberg, in a losing cause for the Tycoons, scored four goals and... Three of those four goals were highlights. Uh, this young man played for the um, Norway World Junior Team uh, mm-hmm. a few years back and played for four years at Yale as well. Uh, he's a great hockey player, really mm-hmm. fun to watch. Uh, 
picking corners like uh, like he absolutely knew what he was doing that night. Um, Devin Welsh had three goals and two assists. He was the second star of the game, and mm-hmm. Greg Smith, also with three goals and two assists, was the third five star. Five points! Greg got five points. And Devin had five and points. And Devin, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Devin, I don't know you that well. Yeah. Greg. Greg, uh, five points. Hell of a game. He yeah. was fired up. Uh, they had been getting snake bitten they uh they had played macau aces i think the week before and they had like 50 shots on net and lost um so they were all fired up and came out and had a huge win nice work um and last just last night um the macau aces beat up on the south china sharks uh seven to three did you ref last night i did not ref last night what you do last night played crib with you oh yeah i remember that we did yeah that was pretty fun yeah i took a ball a Softball off the ankle uh, Saturday. Oh, she's all are you on IR? Up, so I'm on the IR. You're on IR? Yeah, I'm on oh. the IR. There's no way I could have got a skate on this week, but I'm hoping next week I'll be back on the ice. <laughs> uh, How was that game you had to uh, ref when there was uh, one less ref on Well, ice? that was the, uh, yeah, that you was sure tough. your ankles aren't swollen from that game? Dude, uh, that was the 11-4 game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, quick story about that. It was the first uh, time doing the three-man system in a long time, so mm-hmm. I was the only ref. And, uh, yeah, it was a quick reminder how out of shape I am. <laughs> they should have puke buckets on the yeah, lines. Yeah, I was four minutes into the first period, and I was gassed. The score was 4 nothing. I was, like, turnover even, after turnover, back and forth, breakaway after geez, breakaway. Can't even Trying to up. catch up to the play. No. I felt like I was behind the play the whole. But luckily, because there was only one game that night, they did an intermission both periods. Oh. Man, it was rough, yeah. but uh, yeah, we survived. Little green and, on uh, the ice. Yeah, little green. If I had a puked, that would have been that would have been really great. embarrassing. If I had missed you puking <laughs> on the ice, I would have just been like, I'm never gonna miss another game in my life. Uh, I would have tried to catch it in my mask. Oh yeah, just. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad, man. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. By the. I, I caught my wind probably halfway through the game and okay. got everything under control, and it was fine after that. But the, like I said, it was 5 nothing real quick, yeah. and a lot was happening. <laughs> the boys were, came out flying, yeah. so it was, a, it, was a, it was a rough one. Yeah. So, yeah, last night, uh, Robbie Porter was repping in my place. So. Robbie Porter yeah, from downstairs. From downstairs. Jeez, he's a legend. Yeah, and uh, legend. looked like it was a pretty good game. The Aces won 7-3, okay. but again, Liam Moorfield-Yee, 48 saves. <sighs> So they're giving up 50 shots a game. Yeah, and this guy's, and, uh, standing, this on guy's standing on his head. This has happened like five weeks in a row. Yeah. The Aces are kind of short staffed. They only have like nine or 10 players every week. Mm. So they give up a lot of chances. What you're trying to say is you want me to yeah, you, you should. tie up the laces? Yes. Imagine that. Tell mom and pa to send oh over the skates. Oh, my gosh. Dig them out of the basement. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that Bambi on the ice. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, the first star of that game last night was uh, was Liam with 48 saves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elvis Shu. How would you say that last name, Paul? Let me see. H-S-U. Shu? Shu. Shu. Yeah, Elvis Shu. Shu. Yeah. Three goals last night yeah. for the Aces. Um, and Mr. Jesse Lucier looks like he was setting them up. He had three goals and three assists. Look at old Jesse. Third star of the game. boy Jess looks nice like I uh, missed a good game by you last night. Yep. So there's your CIHL update. And, uh, yeah, so it's time for some I, audio questions. We got questions this yes, week? Yes, we got oh, a couple of beauty geez, questions we this go. week. I can imagine what they are. Uh, Andy, which one do you got queued up for us first in there? So an interesting thing happened in the... Preds wings game with the referee with the hot mic issue saying, you know, we're going to give him one for I messed up. They scored power play goal. I'm going to give him one to even it out. We know that happens all the time in hockey and in any sport, really. Um, but um, 
what are your thoughts on it becoming so public and um, what do you think his uh, penalty his penalty should be and being the referee should does it matter um, is it something that we should even be talking about I uh, just want to hear your thoughts about that that's Sean Mate. That's Sean Mate. Speaking of crib. <laughs> yeah. Look at he, that. He would love to be Another playing crib. crib with champion. Us. Great question, Sean. And obviously, this is the biggest story of the week happening right now. Yeah. Uh, Tim Peel, unfortunately, got caught with a microphone on as they were going to commercial, um, saying that he was he wanted to make a call against Nashville. And, uh, of course, that's <laughs> nobody wants to get caught in that situation, and mm. it should never be said. Mm. Um, we all know that. Things like that happen all the time. Mm-hmm. Referees are human. They want to be part of the game, but they also want to be invisible. Mm-hmm. They don't want to have an effect on the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, intentions, Tim Peel's a veteran referee. Um, quick story about Tim. I met him uh, probably in 2001. That's where he uh, learned his dirty ways. That's where, yeah. <laughs> I got in his ear. <laughs> yeah. um, no, he was nothing but a gentleman. He was so nice. Uh, in fact, he gave me his entire welcome package to the Celebrity Golf Tournament, which included a whole bunch of prizes and jacket and all this stuff so i spent a little bit of time with him and picked his brain a bit he seemed like a real nice guy and from what i can hear from a lot of you know what we're reading in the papers a lot of the the guys who've been around the league a long time have a lot of respect for tim peel Mm -hmm. he's one of those referees who's old school and um you know a lot just watching the game you know as a spectator people don't realize sometimes that you know as a referee you have a job to to have what's called game management. You have to control the game the best that you can. Um, and there's also the other side of that coin is go out there and call every penalty that you see because that's mm. your job mm. to call infractions. So if you were to ask 100 people or 100 players that question, would you rather a ref go out there and call everything he sees no matter what time of game, what the score is, what the situation is, would you like that to happen? Or would you rather the ref try and control the game, have good game management, and uh, try at the end of the day to to have an equal amount of penalties on each team. So what are your you, thoughts? You asked I'm me asking personally. You, yeah, what are your thoughts on that, first of well, all? Well, when I used to ref. Uh, <clears throat> no. Um, I, I know they, they try to equal it out, right? They try to balance it out. They try to, like, you know not have like one-sided too many yeah. penalties this and that because people start screaming and saying the refs are paid off blah 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 blah, yeah. blah 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 same hand if your team is kind of you know doing the penalties you got to get called on them yeah. it can't be just like well we already called five you just slash some guy in the face yeah you're already five penalties here this and that um i don't know yeah of course game management you want to Keep it. That's where you got to really work with the players, I yeah. guess. Work with the coaches. Mm-hmm. Go over to them and say, dudes, you really got to stop this because yeah. this is going to get out of hand. Yeah. Uh, but with, yeah, with him saying what he said, I think it shouldn't have went down the way it did. Yeah. I think the 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 broadcast station, whichever one it was, I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's always a delay. There should so be, you can yeah. take the and and. <laughs> and every other <laughs> every other word out of the vocabulary that that gets yeah. thrown out onto the airwaves and we're hearing everything right now we are because there's no no fans there's no fans there's everybody's no mic'd up for some reason i know well i'm sure they just have mics around <laughs> the, the the rink or whatever yeah but um yeah they should have you know delayed it clipped it out and then had a chat with them later going yeah. dude you got caught on mic saying this shit i know smarten up yeah 
while you're gone. And he's also a month away from. He's retirement. a month away from retirement, so maybe he's just an old crank, cranky old man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, it's such a tough thing to talk about because it's 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 a tricky situation. Mm. And like I always say, like when I'm refing, um, there's a big discrepancy between refing minor hockey or lower levels of hockey in the NHL, first of all. In the mm -hmm. NHL, most of the players are at the same level. Mm -hmm. So there's not the skill level, like the differential between the highest skilled player and the lowest skilled player is not that much. Yep. So that being said, there has to be usually a consequence for a penalty to be called. So mm -hmm. a, little, a little hook, a little slash that doesn't affect the play at all mm. nine times out of ten the referee's gonna let that go yeah but if you slash a guy in the stick or in the hands and he loses control of the puck yeah now you you've made it that. now you've affected the play yeah so this is the kind of stuff where you know you'll even hear refs go up to guys and be like hey i saw that little hook i'm gonna get you on the next one mm. just so like he saw that and yeah. chose not to call it yeah. skates up to the player Tells the player, players appreciate that so much. Mm. Okay, yeah, I got gotcha. you. You know, next time maybe he won't put the, the, the stick in the guy's hands or yeah. give him a little hook. So there's a lot of communication going on between the refs and the players, probably more than most people think, and mm. the coaches. They're constantly asking each other questions about calls, wondering why something was called, something wasn't. Mm. And as long as the referee um, can back himself up and mm. have an explanation and show that he's at least paying attention to everything that's going on and you're not just out there missing things. Right. I think that's what's most important. Because if a player knows that, I let that go with the intention of, of uh, with good intentions, be, meaning that there was no, no effect on the play. Mm. I don't think the guy should be penalized. It's yeah. a 1-1 hockey game. True. You know, like things like that. A game where it's 6 nothing and a team starts getting chippy, guess mm. what? You're going to start calling penalties on that team that's down 6 nothing because all they're going to try to do is get the other team involved in fights and blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah, of course. So that's the game management part. But when that comes out in public like it did, it's a big problem. So mm -hmm. the NHL, like, their hands were tied. What they did with, with Tim, um, it really sucks um, at the end of his career to go out like that. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, it is what it is. It's just one of those things where it's a bad situation and bad timing. Um, I'm, I have a lot of respect for Tim Peel. He's done a lot of in his career. He's done a lot for the NHL. He's refed a lot of NHL playoffs. He's been a you know he's done Stanley Cup finals in the past. So, you know, it's just a tough, unfortunate situation. So, it is. Uh, but if uh, at the end of the day, Paul, do you think they did the right thing by letting him go? Uh, Does it send the right message? It sounds a pretty strong message. Yeah. Going like, yeah, you might even be a veteran, but you can't get away with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, watch your mouth on the ice. Don't be so obvious. And be smart about it. Yeah. You're going to be mic'd up. Yeah. There's, Absolutely. Yeah. Couldn't have said it any better. Well, hey. All right. Uh, let's get to our next question. Thanks a lot, Matei. That's, uh, that's a beauty. Look forward to hear, hearing mm -hmm. from you in the future. Mm -hmm. What do you I got for us? No. no. How's it going, boys? Neil Edgewood calling here from down north. Just wanted to call in and tell you that uh, me and Mickey haven't forgot about you. We're still listening to the radio show. Thank God. We've just been quite busy the last little while, Palm Playoffs and all. Quite successful season we had with uh, with everything that's going on and taking place. But, well, you know, we had everybody out at the pond. It was great. Everyone was able to come out and distancing, of course. But we all were able to come and enjoy, enjoy the playoffs. And, uh, yeah, it was... Mickey wants me to tell you that he won 
Uh, won the championship. I'm adding some size next year, Mickey. You what? No, I'm telling you. I'm adding some size. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> little, little, does Mickey know? <laughs> the nets fell through the ice a couple days ago. <laughs> yeah, it's been down the pond in a while. And <laughs> yeah, we'll get those next year. Spring. Anyways. We were just reading the ESPN, and, and, and got us thinking about uh, the biggest surprises this year. And we'd like to get your take on it. What, what do you think is the biggest surprise this year, halfway through the season? you think the Florida Panthers playing some tremendous hockey? Or, or is it Buffalo Sabres? Did, did anyone think they are going to be that much of a train wreck? They're terrible. <laughs> it's unreal. Train wreck. Anyway, so I'd, like to, I'd like, to get to know, uh, like to get to hear what you boys have to say about that. And uh, next question, uh, the boys don't talk enough about, uh, about uh, the Leafs. So I'm just wondering, uh, who, who's the biggest threat for the Leafs coming out of, uh, coming out of the North Division Hats. this year? <laughs> I, I have to say, uh, the Winnipeg Jets kind of scare me. Jesus, Hellebuckin, <laughs> that's unreal. Uh, I'd like to know what you boys have to say. So anyway, Jesus, Mick, Mick, can't be jacking here. For, for, we'll talk to you later, boys. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Neil returns. Oh, my God. I nice was just one. wondering. Uh, wonder what the COVID numbers are like down north. Oh, jeez. I can only imagine with folk like Neil down there. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just wondering how they got their pond hockey and they had a big storm back oh, they there. They did have a big like, storm. They must yep. have played through it. Yep. I'm going to have to ask Neil if you're listening. Yep. How'd just make out in the storm? Yep. How does make out? We need to know. Yep. So let's get to uh, his questions. First of all, surprises, Paul. Where are the questions in Let's there? talk about, <laughs> let's go with your biggest surprise in a good way and your biggest surprise in a bad Ooh. way. So first of all, biggest surprise in a good way. Which? Uh, what's your biggest happy surprise? Oh, a happy surprise would have to be Tim Stutzler. Oh, I'm really? really pleased to see how he came from, you know, playing for Germany, kind of doing his thing during the World Juniors, yep. kind of, and then walked into the NHL and is kind of still doing the same thing. He didn't like, he's not like a Lafreniere kind of, uh, he's kind of proving himself yeah. to kind of just be like, yeah, I can, I can sit here with the big boys and I can pass better than pretty much anyone on the team, Yeah, to be honest. Yep. And he's 19 now, the guy is. Huge surprise to me. Yeah, and if Ottawa holds on to him, what's his name, Shabbat or whatever, is his captain now. But this kid, if he was the captain in about he could be four years time, yeah. I'd say if he's still with Ottawa, yeah. Ottawa might use him as a trading to get. I like, hope not. I hope not either. I'd They've love got to see a him. bunch of young guys. They got there. Like they a lot of young keep, kids. There. They gotta keep them. They're all doing great. Yeah. I mean, in about couple of years that team is going to be hard to beat yeah um they play hard man like uh, it for a team that wasn't expected to do anything at all yeah they're playing hard every single night they are yeah they so are. that's a good surprise still Stu bottom of the league but still yeah. they i mean they're not just going ugh, which like i guess what's his face neil there saying you know buffalo being a train wreck and everything like that yeah it feels like buffalo is not even it's not that they're not trying but i mean 16 straight losses i on. know there's something there but you know, Ottawa's bottom of the league and they're coming out to play every single game. Yeah. So that would be my happy surprise. How about uh, the other end of the stick? Other end of the stick. Yeah. What's your biggest disappointment so far? Of this year? Yeah. Like Anything, this either a team or a guy. 
I would have to say my biggest disappointment is that I don't get to see Bruins play the Habs. Uh, yeah, that is a disappointment. <laughs> That's a disappointment with this year. I mean, but hey, it's uh, you know can't do anything about that. Yeah. So basically, your biggest disappointment is the fact that we can't cross the borders. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, um, biggest surprise for me right now. Uh, positive note, probably the New York Islanders. Um, this oh, yeah. is a team yeah. that you know I. I, I didn't have high, high hopes for them last year. I kind of doubted them a little bit, and um, they're proving me wrong week in and week out. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a really good. Barry Trotz, I think, is the most underrated coach in the NHL. Mm-hmm. When you think about his years in Nashville, yeah, we always thought that they had a really deep and a really good team, but we, look at their lineups. It's not the case. The, mm-hmm. he, he was like, that was a really well-coached team, really well-oiled machine, and it seems like he's got the Islanders just firing on all cylinders they're they're playing really well defensively in their own zone they've only given up six 76 goals this year um that is the least amount of goals in the whole division Mm -hmm. and uh yeah it shows they've even given up less goals than the tampa bay lightning so that's my biggest surprise um and the biggest uh disappointment so far is the dallas stars um, I had high hopes for the Dallas Stars. They got off to a really slow start. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would be, I guess I could compare them equally with the Calgary Flames. That would be my other disappointment because mm-hmm. that team, uh, on paper, they should be a lot better than they are. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, I would say the whole Calgary Flames, Flames team and uh, yeah. and the, uh, the, the Dallas Stars. Listen, Mike Madano's not on the team anymore. I know he's not. The, the, the Stars are not the same. I still think they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I know you've been saying that a lot, and it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's going to happen. Dallas Stars are making the playoffs. How much money do you... You must have a lot of money rolling on that. Mark it down. Yeah, you're like... Put it on paper. Dallas Stars make the playoffs this year. And uh, all right, let's jump over to his second question, Paul. Uh, The Toronto Maple Leafs. Who is their biggest competition in the North? I would like to say Edmonton. I know uh, Winnipeg's been doing great lately. I think that's just going to be a little... I, I think that's going to stop soon. For some odd reason, I think, yeah. They're good. Hellebuck, yeah. He's a hell of a... <laughs> he is amazing. Goalie. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think when Edmonton, for some odd reason... Yeah, Edmonton's doing well lately. I think they're seven something and something in the last ten. Yeah. Um, and I think they have the team to kind of compete. I know you're going to say Habs. No, well, maybe no, you don't say Habs, but uh, yeah. I, I, but yeah. I'm kind of looking at like how they've done so far. Mm-hmm. The, the Edmonton seems to have Toronto's number mm. right now. Yeah. Um, and the Winnipeg Jets, Toronto, first time they beat them three one. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go back to February. How'd they do against the Oilers? They beat the Oilers four mm-hmm. nothing. They've only played the Jets. It seems. Uh, oh, they had that series last week. Mm. Oh, no, that was, yeah, second week of March. So Winnipeg beat them twice, two out of three. and then, Toronto's in a slump right now, though. Yeah. So Winnipeg and Edmonton both have winning records mm-hmm. against the Leafs right now, so I would be a little bit worried about those two teams. Um, and obviously I think the Habs are going to give them a run when push comes to shove. Mm-hmm. But Toronto um, seems to have the Habs number a little bit. So. Yep. As a, as a Leafs fan, I would be worried about the Jets as well. Yep. And like you said, I, I think that the Edmonton Oilers, uh, they're on a hot streak right now, but they may not be able to keep that up. I, I, come on, with the players they have. Well, they loaded up Dreisaitl and McDavid on the same line the last couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah, And it's been working. I think but, that's the way to go. It's like those guys, if they get like two, three goals, 
each. Yeah. <laughs> well, the exactly. They There's can. no way you can't like, you yeah. can't keep up with that. Yeah, I know. I mean, uh, yeah. You're well, going to have to you're going to have to outgun him. Just throw old Mikey Smith in there. He's been a surprise and a half lately. Unbelievable, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's uh, he he was a big spark coming back. He was. Yeah. Well, Neil, uh thanks for writing in and uh he best didn't... of luck to the Leafs and uh Neil ha- Neil wrote in, did he? Yeah, he wrote in. <laughs> yeah, I think that was a call. That was a call. <laughs> I always say writing in. Thanks for calling in, Neil. Yep. And I uh, look forward to hearing from you in the future as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paulie, do you want to close things up this week with some stories? Absolutely. All right. Gather round, children. Since the formation of the NHL in 1917, only two defunct teams have won the Cup. The original Ottawa Senators won it four times in 1920, 21, 23, and 27. And the Montreal Maroons won it twice in 1926 and 1935. There you have it. 1935, but that was kind of the last time the Habs won, wasn't it? It feels like it. It's something roughly around there. Oh my, never a dull moment. I'm Paul. just saying. When was the last time the Habs won? 1993. Oh, geez. Were you even born back then? Yeah. Okay. I watched it all. <laughs> Every game. In diapers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget it. Yeah. And I'll tell you, this is one of the fondest memories I have of hockey. Yep. Uh, the Habs are down two games to none against the Quebec Nordiques in round one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember watching game three on my parents, sitting at the foot of my parents' bed on the floor. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it goes into overtime, so it's like late on a school night, like mm-hmm. 11 or something at night, mm-hmm. watching the game on a little 13-inch TV, like TV in my parents' bedroom, me yeah. and my dad still awake, yeah. watching the end of the game. So, yeah, and that sparked a comeback. They won four straight against Quebec and mm-hmm. went on 11 overtime wins, whatever it was, and won the cup in 93. Oh, I mean, us being over in Asia, you know, the Confucius, yeah, Confucius says, well, his, there's an old saying, Confucius says, man who cheers for Habs is bound to cry himself to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like the old saying goes, anyone that cheers for the Habs is an idiot. Yeah. One or the other. I'm fact checking you on that I'm one. I'm pretty sure it's there. You got to check the Google. <laughs> I will. Yep. All right, folks. That was Across the Pond, and that's a wrap. Thank you, thank you, thank you to our amazing sponsors the China Hockey Group, AccessoryHouseGlobal.com, Yardley Brothers Beer, Wheel Hub Asia, The Big Bite Restaurant, Sunset Studio, and Print House Limited. And a giant thank you to my producer, Andy, who makes us sound great week in and week out. And of course, Mr. Paul McLean, who makes everything happen here at the studio. Folks, check out our website at acrossthepondhk.com. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram at acrossthepondhk.